coming to you live from their new studio in San Antonio, Texas. It's the Slobberknocker Sports Podcast. Now here are your hosts, Dylan and Turner. Welcome to the Slobberknocker Sports Podcast, our 12th episode, and we're coming to you live from the studio here in San Antonio, Texas, our new, brand new studio that has been built Ready to go. We're excited to be here, and yep. we have a treat for you guys today as Big Dog is going to enter right here. Is he's in the Big Dog is in the building. If you, he's welcome to okay, walk in here right he comes. Now. Oh, there he is. Give it up for Big Dog. Look at that. Try to get in the chair there, buddy. Oh, there you go. Can't have a belt buckle like that without some. Big cojones. God. All right. <laughs> All right. Some big, big cojones. <laughs> you don't have and we know that nobody has those but me. Godzilla balls himself. Let's go. I'm That's your right. I'm your host, Dylan Leak, joined as always by my man Turner and Big Dog here today. And not only are we in uh, in the new set, we've been saying this for a while, we are going to be giving away a jersey. So I'm going to tell you real quick how to right. qualify for that Jersey, it's going to be a brand new San Antonio Spurs Victor Wimbanyama jersey, Fiesta edition. And basically what you have to do, you have two chances to win. The first thing you got to do is if you want one chance, you got to be subscribed to our podcast on YouTube. And you must like and comment on this episode of the podcast. Make sure you can put any comment you want. Um, doesn't have to be long, just a short comment. Tell us what you like, don't like. Tell us we suck, whatever you want to do, and put your name at the bottom of the comment. That's the first way. If you want a second chance to win, go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever. Give us a five-star review. Leave a comment with your name in it, and that is a chance to enter as well. All right. So. Got to wrap that shit up. Let's man. go. Yeah, big dog's let's got look, shit this is to important. do. I have got people. shit to do uh, in the studio He's today. got money to fucking make. I've got money to make, baby. Let's go. Let's make this thing roll. What am I doing? All right. So we'll start with Sunday standouts. <laughs> smart son of a bitch. Um, okay. So number one, we're going to start with what we do always, and that is the Dallas Cowboys. Oh. And every single time, every fucking time you think, man, they've turned a corner. They go back and rip your heart completely out. And that is what happened yesterday. A 31 to 10 debacle in Buffalo. One offensive touchdown. Dak Prescott in one foul swoop lost the number one overall seed, the division crown, and the MVP. And Dallas, just like that, is a wild card team in the NFC. What happened to Dallas yesterday? Uh, it's simple. Because I can read football. All right, number one. Okay. Number one, they played for the run. They let Micah just go through the line every time. They dropped their backs back. They let Micah to the quarterback the entire time. A great play scheme by that idiot that they show in the booth. What's the stupid Joe fucking Brady. Joe? Genius. What? They keep showing this dumbass in the booth like he's the coach. They're showing him more than McDermott, which means that owner's probably going to push for McDermott out and this little chump in. Number one, he did scheme better. Mike McCarthy and Dan Quinn did not adjust one iota. And that was, that's what I saw, and that was when I was on morning talk all day. They did not adjust whatsoever. So they decided we're shutting down any long plays. You're going to do short plays. Dak didn't check down. They didn't run the ball. Pollard started to run well. He's out. What is he doing out all the time? He goes out every third play. He does, he does not play. Supposedly an all-down back does not play. 
How many yards do you have? 49 yeah, yards. Yeah, but he didn't get any carries, and that's also because Mike McCarthy just randomly puts fucking Rico Dowdle in there. Doesn't matter. It's your dad's boy. He's your so dad knows, fucking Your dad bad. knows ball. Let me, let me see. Yeah, I know football. Give me a Guy fucking read the knows book ball. 50 Years of Football when I was four years old. I was watching Dallas Cowboys picking quarterbacks. So that's another issue. You can't even right. finish high school. Let me say, okay? yes. Fucking oh, my God. I'm finished. I'm a, I can teach college. I'm a professor. A fucking professor. He is I can a professor. Te- Thank you. Honorary yeah, I professor. I saw that, I I saw that teach, professor document. It was like I can a, teach in, in any college today, including UCLA. Okay? So let's just get off of that whole education thing. I don't even go there. So, by the way, um, <laughs> fucking like scholar. was straight A's. Um by first grade, I was already in well, sixth you were, grade mentally. You were, were going to be a Rhodes Scholar, yeah. and then you decided to get up music. on the road and head out to At 10 years music. old, I was yes. already making money in the music yes. business. Why would I do I'm making 100 bucks for 30 minutes. I'm like, hey, man, this is fucking good money. All right? So anyway, while everybody else is doodly dallying around asking a mommy for money, I'm out spending my own cash and paying my brother to drive me to a gig because he had no money. Okay, what does that have to say? Okay? Who was smarter in that family? So anyway, bottom line is that they let him they let him pass the ball down. He didn't check down. Went for the long pass. It, this, look at it. I'm gonna break it down real quick. I'm gonna be fast. What you just said if makes you, no sense. Yeah, he ran does. the ball the whole game. No, no, we sucked running the ball. So oh, you're talking so, about us? Yeah, they, yeah. They ran the ball the whole game. That was their scheme. But here's here's it is in a nutshell. If you take away the long bomb, the the the, the pass into triple coverage, the penalty for hitting the hitting uh, Josh Allen. Josh Allen. The penalty for pass interference. What? Keep going. If you take those. This is away, a lot of stuff. We're no, it's not. Away. Think about it. You take away a bullshit call at third and uh, pass interference at third and 19. Was it, was it, what which one was it third and 19? No, it was second and 19. The ball the was fumble. already, the ball, no, no, the ball was already complete and J. Ron Curse hit him late and right. that was a 15 yard game. 15 yard. would have been third So and what I'm saying is you take those four plays away, not that I think they actually would have won that game. I don't think they're going to win in dark. By the way, light the fucking field up. Buffalo, what the, Buffalo sucks. Who wants to live there, number one? Number two, it's a shit town. I've been, I played Buffalo, man. That's that's a shit. Town. They've been asking for him to go oh back for my fucking God, years. Man, and he the said, 80s, I'm we not played going Buffalo. Back. Nothing but ugly girls. I mean, butt ass ugly girls. <laughs> Seriously, okay, butt ass ugly Buggle- girls. Um, butt ass ugly girls, and they're dumb as shit. The girls are. Up there. <laughs> so anyway, that's number one. Number two. Number two. Who wants to play that damn hellhole? Number two. Who the hell wants to live there? I looked at real estate there just to look at it the other day. My God, you can buy yourself a shit palace for about two hundred grand. And when I mean a shit palace, I mean a palace that's a piece of shit. But anyway, that's, that's all they do is live. That's all they do is live for this football team. They better do an indoor arena. I mean, indoor uh, stadium because that thing get a retracting roof because that place is a shit house. Anyway, hard place to play. Dark field. Get some lights. Call GE or something. Get a sponsorship. By the way, number two, you can't even you can't even get a correct camera angle in Buffalo because of the way that the stadium's set up. Number three, um, those penalty plays. You take them away. You get Dak to run the ball. Check down. We win that game. We don't win that game. I'm sorry. We're in that game. Bottom line, those plays really did knock all momentum. Okay, hold so, on. Now the so rest if- of it is Mike McCarthy. <laughs> no, let me finish one last thing. And the bottom line is, uh, Dan Quinn has had four bad, poor as shit games he's called. This was one of them. He sticks with the same thing. And number one, Curse should never be playing for the Dallas Cowboys. Been saying that for years. He's the the worst defensive player on our team. Absolutely the worst. Now I'm out. That's the way it went down. If you were, and you say, well, if you take this play, you take that play. No, there's one side of plays. You don't call the pass, roughing the passer. You don't call that late hit. It's ridiculous. 
I let the say, boys play ball is what Big ball. Dog's trying yeah. to say. Uh, yeah, so basically we learned from Big Dog, if we take away 72 penalties on the Buffalo Bills, the Bills win by no three shit. and not 35. That's great. So thank you, Big Dog, for that. By three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Bills would have won by three, not 30. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, no, the game. Genius shit right yeah, there. Yeah, fucking big brain I mean, I'm shit. I'm thinking in terms of Big Dog. Yeah. It's, hey, the air is thin up there. Right? Yeah, you I'm, I'm alone up it's there at 55,000 feet. It's, it's, it's real lonely it's up like there. It's like space up there. <laughs> yeah, basically like gravity, the movie. Uh, yeah, no, the game just came down to Dan Quinn refusing. He didn't make a good point there. Refusing to change out of the defense. The whole philosophy of the game was to make the Bills run the ball. Because typically they throw it all over the yard. And when Joe Brady and Josh Allen counted the n- number of people in the box and it was a six-man box every single time, they handed the ball off 35 yeah. times in the game. They ran it all over the Cowboys, and I think it was as simple as that. Also, though, Big Dog touched on a great point. If it wasn't for those 70 penalties, <laughs> Bills you. by three, Thank not you. Bills by 30. Well, let yeah. me say this. I, I, I want to break this down real quick. This is my segment, so Utah, y'all two talk quick. I want to break this down yeah, real this quick. Is Big this is my segment. fucking segment. <laughs> all right, so go. What, no, what, Cowboys, what, the, the things that you're saying about the penalties – you know, all of these are on Mike McCarthy, okay? And I've been saying no, this not. all year. Yes, it is. No, okay, not. Turner made a great point. We were watching the game together on the late hit on Josh Allen. Were the officials bad last yesterday? Yes, they were. But the play where DeMarcus Ware hit Josh Allen, it was a full second after. Yes, Josh Allen completely flopped, but Turner said it. Why would you even put your hands on him? It was it, There's no need to even touch him and give him the opportunity to flop. So we had gotten a stop right there, right? So if you don't, if you get that stop, it's three points at most inside they get seven. That's four points right there, okay? Then let's go to what's what's uh, John Fossil's son's name? The, the special teams coordinator for the Cowboys, man. That dude, Sam Williams, number 54 for the Cowboys, three fucking times this year has roughed the punter. He literally looked like he had not been coached on how to block a punt. He dodged the ball. He got yeah, straight in the backfield. So we roughed the punter there on a stop, yep. and they get a se- they get seven points yep. on that drive. Yep. There's 11 points right there. Yep. And then you go to the curse penalty. Instead of a third and 19, the ball's already incomplete. He hits him up high. Whether it was a personal foul or not, not sure. But again, undisciplined football. Why are you making the play? Why are you putting your hands on him? You saw Mike McCarthy on the sideline talking to Fossil, the special teams coordinator after the block punt. You see Mike McCarthy on the sideline and it's like, this is the most penalized team in the league. It's not anything new. We've known this for weeks. They've said that we've said this. They're the number one offside team in the league. They're the number one penalized team in the league. Well, they have the most penalty yards in the league. That is discipline. Yes, it came down to the defense, but the problem with the defense isn't just Dan Quinn. It's the fact when they play from a negative game script, bad things yeah. happen. When you when the Cowboys are ahead and their pass rushers can get off and go pressure the ball and the offense is one-dimensional like the Eagles were last week, the Cowboys defense looks like a top-five defense. When the defense is playing against a team when we're down and there's balance and Dan Quinn can you know drops guys back and teams can run all over us and teams can move the ball. Cardinals did it week two when they got ahead on us. Philly did it when they got ahead on us. Buffalo did it yesterday, right? It's what happens to us. San Francisco as well. So that's the those are the biggest issues with the team. But it was a it was a horrific loss for the Cowboys, especially with Jalen Hurts being out possibly tonight. No, he's the Eagles not gonna... could lose. <laughs> Our guy Jalen. Black Tom sit. Brady's yeah, playing. The Black sit. Tom Brady is playing. Oh okay. My God. The Black BTB is playing. Number one. Number two. I have a little gripe here. When I suggest because. Bailey, our producer, and Alex, when I want a colored lighting underneath those shelves, let's 
freaking get them. Yeah. I don't, when I say something, I want when big dogs, light on me. When big dog wants, I don't like white light on right. me. When I play arenas, I want to used to have tell the guy, like, if you put the white lights on me, you're fired. And he goes, I don't even work for you. I said, it doesn't matter. I'll fucking make One sure other big thing that now, we need to get into, though. Are you going to go Cowboys again? You got no, I'm left? done. Well, I think, you know, your dad made it. I don't know if you call it a good point. But what were you saying this week as far as, um, you know, sideline? Oh, uh, yeah. And by the but, way, yes. yeah, I mean, what? there's these, these girls on the fucking sidelines. Are you fucking? <laughs> what? What are you telling me? Wrap it up? Oh, these girls on. I don't give a fuck. These girls on the sidelines because of quotas. Number one, I don't want to see any chicks on the sides. This is why I don't want to see any chicks on the sidelines or girls or whatever, women or whatever. There's three reasons, and all of them are good. Legal purposes. With everything in litigious world, they, somebody said something that disrupted me. I was, I was offended. So they're suing a player next. Because he said something, or he accidentally hit her. He accidentally touched her in some way. uh, I mean, just like, no, I meant like he just ran into her or something. Well, there is the old... uh, So unless they have a waiver... The Favre saga. Yeah, well, if they have a... No, I mean, if they have a waiver, and it's all clear, like, if a player accidentally runs into you or something, you can't, or whatever, forget it. Number two, I don't... Look, this is what I say about chicks on the sidelines and women reporters. They get fed shit in their headphones so they don't know anything. Number two, <laughs> put some pads on them. Tell them, go play one fucking down, and then you can play. Then you can report. Get some pads. I'll even put them in a seventh grade game or a ninth grade game. How about just varsity ball? They have to go out, pad up, and work the defensive line if they talk about it. They got to intercept a pass and get slobber knocked the shit out of them to do it. Okay, because if you're a girl and you have no experience at reporting it and you can say, well, neither does Stephen A. He didn't play. But guys have played football and tackle football their whole lives in the street or somewhere in the back. We used to do it in the street. Tackle yeah. in the freaking street that's some, football. That's some real that shit. That right never there. happened. Yes, Not, it did. No, it didn't. Scraped up arms. Yes, it did. And we were horrible. Everybody had five, 15 broken arms a month in our Your neighborhood. Your dad played But anyway, that that's shit. that. No girls on the sideline. I can't stand girl reporters even. But goodness gracious, on the sidelines, now they've got a quota. The girl has to give them water and the college games. Can you imagine college kids that are sitting there with their testosterone and these boys are all horny at college. Seriously, they're horny as shit. That's all they do. Okay. And they're going out there to play in front of a bunch of ch- I mean, a bunch of girls are walking down the <laughs> sideline. And, 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 and no matter how they're dressed, it's still a girl. And, and you're feeding them water. It's ridiculous. It's serious. And I'm not, oh, chauvinistic. I marched. No, I'm just teasing. But I did. I was brought up <laughs> by women. women's rights, I women, too. I was brought up by women. I respect women. I never said in high school, never talked about women that I dated. If we were in a room full of guys, I didn't speak about any woman that I dated. When they started speaking at a party recently in our reunion, I said, I don't want to hear about that stuff. Don't talk about a girl that's not here. So I don't want to go off on that crap. My mom brought me up. My grandmother brought me up. Women around my house the entire time of my life. It's just a matter of, I know girls that are friends of mine that don't want to see it either. Even Julie. My wife, she's like, God, I don't, I don't either. Like who, there's a lot of girls that don't even want to see this. They think it's stupid and it's, 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 um, they're giving them special privileges and the girl refs, the girl fucking <laughs> comes in the league while these guys are having to coach fucking four a football for 17 years and then go up to college and you get, get graded. And this chick's out there and they're not even in shape. These chicks, they can't even run. They can't mark the in ball. Big old women. And they bring them in and train them in the NFL and put them in a pro football game. 
Can you imagine the guy that's going up through the ropes at college and the pros and the semi-pros and traveling in a car right now in some hotel where he gets a per diem of $15 and the girl is starting to an NFL. Roger Goodell doesn't give a shit about any girl uh, football bullshit. He's just doing it because the pressure's on him. So I'm done with my rant. I'm out. I'm back to make some money. And by the way, I will have a new jacket custom made coming up for the championship series out of Dubai. My boys in Dubai right now with these little kids that they hire are sewing my oh, jackets God. right now. All right. And I, Hey, what I, my, my daughter gives me crap about that, but you know what? I'm employing some kids over there right now. <laughs> how many, how many kids do you think it took to but, make that well, jacket? Well, I, I didn't like the way they how put, many hours? I didn't like the way they how did much the, hand stitching. I, I didn't like the way that they, <laughs> they stitched the front. So my guys, and, and I don't know, girls or guys over there, if how old they are, I said, please make them over, you know, 16, 17 <laughs> or sewing the jacket again. How nice of you. Thank you. Because I do care about, educating and and <laughs> feeding the world your dad's your dad's character is almost as bad as colby covington <laughs> you see he's he's borderline colby but covington. i believe I this stuff yeah i know i know he does that's the sad part about it all i think that why wouldn't you want to educate i mean uh give people money that need it all right i all right well, well contributing to third world countries is a damn kind thing all right all right <laughs> Let's let's uh tr- somehow trans- to Americans. Let's right. somehow transition here to uh to the next Sunday standout. All right, so Jags last night squander a massive opportunity this to guy take was control. Taking shots at our boy. Yeah, my boy. Taking boy's control good. of He's the division, right right, and instead, Trevor Lawrence does what Trevor Lawrence does, and that's shit his pants. And that's what he did last night. No. He fumbled the ball. Did you see the fumble last night? He literally was running with the ball. No one touched him, and he dropped the motherfucking thing inside the 10-yard line. The Jags were inside the 40-yard line of the of the Ravens four times in the first half and came away with zero points. Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence together are an absolute shit show. Last night, they get the ball inside the five-yard okay. line with 23 seconds to go. All the right. clock is running. They run up to the line. All they got to fucking do is spike it. You're going to get yeah, two shots at the end zone. At very least, you get a field goal. And instead, Trevor Lawrence goes up to the line and calls a play. He snaps the ball with 13 seconds. Yeah. He throws the ball short of the end zone. Right. The guy is tackled in bounds, and they don't get any points. It's ridiculous. Let me, no, no, no. I'm not done yet. Oh, come He's on. He's a bum. You no. just talked for 40 minutes, all right? Yeah, because He's, that's my take. Your dad's got a lot of also, shit to talk about. Also, turn the AC on in my own studio here. We know, you, we know you, you keep it very, okay. very high on there so that, so that Let's you go. know, when we walk out, we might put on 74, Damn and then when we walk nation. out, you raise it back to 80. But Man. anyway, Trevor, bum, Doug Peterson, bum, and they are probably not going to win the division now. I'll let you go, but no. I'm just going to say one thing. Number one, uh, one in 15 without Dougie, Super Bowl quarterback, Super Bowl author, and uh, Trevor, one in 15 without Doug Peterson. They're going to be in the playoffs two years in a row. Go ahead. No, nailed it. We're going to win the division. Yeah. Things don't look great right now. He's but, not you know. playing well right now. I'm going to 42 give turnovers in Let's three pass. seasons. So what? 35 Favre, picks. Brett Favre had turnovers. Every- what you oh, saying? you're going to compare Brett Favre stats, to Trevor Lawrence? Stats, stats, stats. Stats, you give a shit about stats. We don't care about stats. fucking stats I make my own stats here, of stats. I watch football. Yeah, that's right. All right, let's go. That bad mistake at the end there, but that's that's just Trevor being dumb. He ain't the brightest guy in the world. Nobody said that. No guy's one, dumb as a no box one, of rocks. Yeah, he is, but he can right. throw that football. He can throw that football. Oh, he throws it to the other team plenty no, of times. No, he's great. Next oh one. Oh, I thought I was only in for this one. Is that it for me? Are no, we, we got picks? no. We got one more, and then we're doing picks. Last oh. one, real quick. I got a, This is just a quick right, one. I just got a question. 
So we know uh, on Thursday following, or I guess it was Friday morning, following the shit show of the Los Angeles Chargers where they lost 63-21. to They fired head coach Brandon Staley, long time coming. We've been pushing for that for a while. Now, I'm curious who you guys think, and I'm going to tell you who I think the Chargers should go get. And here's my take. I believe that the Chargers should go throw as much money as they possibly can at Jim Harborough, okay? Uh, Jim Harborough. He's obviously done an incredible job at Michigan, right? This guy is a stud. He was 49-22 and 22 in the NFL as a head coach. He's 142-52 and 52 in, the, in college. That's over 73% winning percentage in college. He's been a stud. He's won wherever he's gone. And you look at that team. They have plenty of talent. Justin Herbert at quarterback. Keenan Allen at wide receiver. Mike Williams, who's been out this year at wide receiver. Right. On the defensive end, they got Joey Bosa, right. Khalil Mack, Derwin James. It's plenty of foundation there. You've got a good coach they in there. No that picks. team can be a Super Bowl contender. They have no picks. You go. Uh, yeah. No, I don't hate that idea. I, you, I mean, I else? think he's either going to go. They say, I think of Jim Harbaugh, especially if he wins the national championship. Which he's not. Which I'm just saying, if he did. What if he didn't? Well, what either way? I what think are you either say? I think either way he goes to okay. the NFL. All right. But but he could he does want to try to win a national championship at Michigan. Obviously, that's his goal. So and his team will be good. McCarthy's coming back again next year, right? He's not done. JJ McCarthy. Yeah, he's got one so, more. So yeah. So I mean, I I think that he definitely wants to try to win a championship there. I I think that if he did win it, it would be the perfect scenario to ride off in the sunset, take one of the NFL coaching jobs, and it'll be either the Raiders or the Chargers. All right, this I don't is know where why he'd take be. the Raiders. No, he's not taking the Raiders, and if he's smart, he's not taking the Chargers. Why would he not Call, take the Chargers? Just listen to me. Raiders is better than The Carolina. Chargers organization and the yeah, lead, that, 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 don't I know about people with money. <laughs> I know about people with money. The Chargers organization and owners, the worst, tightest mofo, one of the tightest in the league. Now, granted, Chicago, where he was a quarterback and liked my band in the 80s and went on TV and said so when he won the Super Bowl as a backup, so I have that on video. And he... Um, he actually, if he's smart, he'll end up up there in the Midwest at Chicago where he was a quarterback, become like a Mike Ditka figure. If he's smart, he'll take that job, take the pick, get what you can. I don't think he'll keep fields. You're only going to get a second-round pick for him. Got to get rid of that guy. And I think I would take the Chicago job with a lot of power and you, the GM has to go. The only reason why he won't is because I don't think the owner wants the GM to go, who, by the way, is horrible. But, yeah, so I do think the Chargers is a – possible destination for him because it'd be I think this one's up to his wife where they actually want to live Michigan NCA is going to come down on him he will not be coaching at Michigan next that's year. not it that's not happening he's NCAA, going to no. not be coaching yes I'm not to. saying that he's not going to coach in Michigan because I think he's going to go to the NFL but why on the the NCA is not coming down okay on him. we'll see the NCA doesn't care anymore we'll see why would they give a shit they don't have any rules anyway they have no power well, they, they likely won't be even the the governing body of the of college football for much longer they're well, not it doesn't matter he's it's not going to stay there. He's under contract. Paul, if you didn't get uh, Jim Harbaugh, if you were the Chargers, the other the other options I saw out there were Ben Johnson, the no. the OC from the Lions, who's no. done a really good job there, and and um, Dan Quinn was another one. And then um, they I want think they want the a big name. Ones. They want a big name. Brandon Staley. They want a big name. That's why I think they're going to go with Jim Harbaugh. Well, they'll try to get him. I'm not saying that. You don't think his wife would want to live in give San him a Diego? house. Or a Los Angeles? Uh, yeah, I mean, you, there's pros and cons of that. You can live in Los Angeles cheaper than you can in San Antonio, Texas right now. That's not the problem. The problem is, I don't, the kids, schools and all that. Growing up, do they want to, does he want them in L.A.? 
But he is a West Coast guy, so it's a possibility. Yes, it is a possibility. A lot of shit on those sidewalks these days. Yeah, but that's all right. right all right, we'll uh, we'll move on to right, our let's picks. go because I really got to roll on this. You, you say this every week, but you no, really got really to don't roll. have anything. Yes, else. I do. Really, go. what do you have going on today? A lot. Like what? Money. Let's go. He's got to get over to fucking Texas Roadhouse for the let's early bird yeah. specials. No, I'm not Monday, eating that dude. tonight. I can't eat more steak. <laughs> oh, no. Steak's not good for the heart. All right, let's go. <laughs> that was a nice save there. He's definitely going to go. No, I'm not going right tonight. No, I'm not. Chicken shredded chicken. That's all I fucking eat. Let's go. Okay. All right. Fucking beast. So we've got the holidays coming up. So we've got Thursday, December 21st, the yes. Saints traveling to the Rams. Yes. And the Rams are a four and a half point favorite. Rams by a touchdown. Yeah, Rams are going to win by two touchdowns. Next one. I'm going to say Rams by 10. They'll make the playoffs too. Keep going. Saturday, we've got two games. We have a big matchup in the AFC where the Bengals are traveling to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers, and the line is Cincinnati minus two and a half. Is what's his name playing the quarterback? I, they don't know who's start. We don't know who's starting for the Steelers, but Kenny Pickett is out. It's either going to be Trubisky oh. or it's going to be Mason Rudolph. I have a There's feeling some, it's going to be Mason Rudolph. They're starting Rudolph. I have a feeling um, I picked the. I picked the Steelers in that game. How much? By a field goal. Oh, damn. All right, I'll take the Bengals by a field goal. Next one. Man, that's such a coin flip. Next one. Uh, I, I was going to take the Steelers, but your dad. Quit saying next one before I pick the game. Oh, well, hurry up. You pick first. Uh, let's you pick them first. Let's go. Let's go. I'll go with – no, I pick. I always pick last. Give me the Bengals by three. All right, let's go. Uh, for some reason, the game on Saturday night is on Peacock. Yeah. Uh, the Bills traveling to the Chargers must win for Buffalo. They are 12-point favorite. Yeah, Mr. Lee. Let's go. Let's it's go. Chargers, up, char- Chargers are going to keep it close, but yeah, the Bills are going to win the game. Uh, how much? You, you got, you got I to don't understand care how about the point spread that, shit. Just pick by how much they're going to win. Seven. God. 14. 14. Give me the Bills by 10. All right. All right. Moving on. Christmas Eve. We got a big slate of games on Christmas Eve. Quite the treat. Starting with the noon games. Colts at the Falcons. Colts by two and a half is the line. Colts by three. This just, uh, um, Garner Minshew's going to blow it Falcons by one on the last second field goal. Look, um, this should be a pick where I agree with you, Turner, and take the Falcons. Everything screams Falcons, but I told, I already, um, I, I think the Colts or the Texans, one of the two is going to win the division, and I'm rooting against the Jaguars. So oh, I'm going to yeah. pick the Colts. I'm okay. going to pick the Colts one by three. Okay. All right. Uh, Seahawks at the Titans. Seahawks by two and a half. Titans. <laughs> By seven, I love the Titans by seven. Back. That's a that's a that's a done deal. I go. just when you sit there and pause and just get quiet, it's like Rain Man numbers going. Yeah, up, right? yeah, it's I gotta like, do the math. There's so much shit going like on. I'm like, 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 well, I'm thinking like, like I, it's I, like the old Jeremy Lin memes when he yeah. go up for a layup and all the equations. <laughs> the thoughts, are yeah, that's I think. Uh, I will take the Titans by a field goal. All right, Dylan, give me the Titans by. A Four. All right, next game. Lions at the Vikings. Vikings, uh, or sorry, Lions three-point favorites. Uh, Vikings win by seven. Lions by exactly three. Man, I guess the, I hate taking the Lions on the road, but it is in a dome. Give me the Lions by three as well. Commanders at the Jets. Somehow, someway, the Jets are a favorite in this game by three points. Commanders. Jets by seven. Man. Give me Trevor Simeon and the boys. This is so... Jets by two. Right. Uh, Packers at the Panthers. Packers Pan- by seven. Packers by ten. You could bet your house on that pick. Go ahead. 
I kind of wanted to. I want to take. I kind of want to take the Panthers just because he said that. All right. Uh, give me the Packers by a field goal. All right. What else? Browns at the Texans. Texans uh, two and a half. Huge game with playoff implications here. Texans are going to win that game by seven points. Uh, Texans by three. Yeah. This is. I want the Browns to win this game. I'll be pulling for them, but I'm going to go Texans by a touchdown. The Browns right. are due for a loss. Uh, afternoon games. Jaguars at the Buccaneers. Uh, Jaguars are a one-point favorite only. Buccaneers. What? You picked no, against actually, Trevor no, two, sorry, years, my bad, two my weeks bad, in a row? My bad. Jaguars by three. Jaguars by three. I'm so glad the y'all Jags stick together, Give baby. me the Bucks, baby. Give me All the Bucks, right. baby. Uh, I'll take the Bucks by, Bucks by 10. Bucks Psych. win by double digits. Lights in the helmets. Let's get going here. All right. Um, Step it up. Yeah, lights in the helmets. Cardinals at the Good Bears. God. Cardinals at the Bears. I mean, don't change my shit around. <laughs> Cardinals at the Bears. Jeez, Louise, that's you need lights now. Let's Cardinals go. at the Bears. Uh, Bears by seven. Bears by ten. I like the way that defense is playing. Defense yeah. is playing really well, but uh, they're just not good enough on offense to blow anybody out. Give me the Bears by a field goal. Next one. Cowboys, huge game for the Dolphins. Really not that big anymore for the Cowboys. Obviously, we know about the road woes. Three and four on the road for Dallas this year. Miami a one-and-a-half point favorite at home. Dallas loses by three. No, I'm sorry, by seven. Go ahead. I want to pick the Cowboys in the spot. I really do, but I just they're so bad on the road. Yeah, but the weather's going to be fine in Miami, probably. I'll take the Cowboys by three. Yeah, I'm taking the Cowboys by seven. Huge bounce back here. Dolphins have not beaten a good team all year. They will not do so That in that one. Last one on Christmas Eve. Sunday. By the way, if the Cowboys play Tua, just take him out. Seriously. Why? I, we want him, and he's horrible. No. I'm saying take him out. The Cowboys are to blitz him and knock his ass out and give him a concussion. Just go for it. Seriously, get the 15 yards. I would literally make that a mission, like a bounty on that guy's head because he doesn't belong in the NFL. He's the suckiest-ass quarterback that ever played in the NFL. If you're to have a number bounty. One, number one, there are no good lefty quarterbacks. That's right. Ever. That's true. All right, go ahead. These are gross. Go. But I will Not say – Butthole out. We don't Let's condone go. Bounty Gate. Oh, just bullshit. Everything else we stand Let's by. Go. Knock, knock him out. Knock him fucking out. I'm kidding. Out. We, don't, right. we don't stand by anything this man <laughs> has said in this podcast. Please, all his opinions and ideas are his and his There's alone. There's no disclaimers when I'm on the fucking air. Let's go. Thank God we're not live. Patriots at the Broncos on Christmas Eve night. Broncos favored by six. Uh, it's just Broncos by 14. Broncos by 10. Broncos by 11. All right. That's it? All right, then we got Christmas games, three of them. Oh, Early kickoff, Raiders at the Chiefs. Chiefs by 10. Raiders at the Chiefs, uh, Chiefs by 14. Hey, let's go ahead and just pump the brakes here real quick. How about your boy O'Connell? Do you know how to call fucking quarterbacks? Preseason, I pick him <laughs> um, up for four passes. Is there any quarterback that I don't pick? Let's move on. He's fucking so good. Oh, just don't even Guru. go. I said he could play in the NFL. He, he can't. He's, he's, by 10. he's horrible. Move on. move on. He's horrific. He's, oh, yeah. No one I don't pick. No one. That's your guy. Chiefs are going to win. They won't cover because they, they don't look good right now. They're going by seven. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Giants at the Eagles. Who cares? Eagles that's by ten stupid. and a half. Giants at the Eagles. Giants keep it closer than you think. <laughs> by Who cares? Tommy it's a close DeVito, game. Eagles by seven. Your, another, another Eagles one by only boys. seven. Eagles by four. Eagles right, by one. Eagles by ten. Tommy DeVito's horrible. Yeah, sure. Ravens <laughs> Ravens at the Niners. On on Christmas night, that's gonna be the Niners are gonna beat the shit out of them, and this is gonna set. This is gonna be probably close to the Super Bowl pick. Niners are winning the Super Bowl, but 
As far as the pick, it might be the Ravens that are playing them. But the way I saw Lamar play, who's my boy, my new team, because I hate the Cowboys now after 50 years. <laughs> but my point is, and Lamar's not playing that well. And he, you know, he, Lamar sometimes he, he passes up. He's dumb as a box rock. When, when he comes off the wrong reads, he just is, he looks like a lame quarterback. But anyway, for, for, but he is a magical uh, player. But anyway, He's majestic. He is. But, he is but anyway, uh, Ravens are going to get shown reality, and they're going to beat the shit out of him. Who is? Wait, what? The San Francisco 49ers. Oh, okay. Yeah, Niners by, you know, we'll say 10. This is a, this is a bet your baby bet, and I'll take the Niners minus five and a half with a lot of, for a lot of money. Now, I want them I'll to I'll take win. the Niners by 14. They're going to the beat running the back out with the Ravens, they're done. Oh, did, done. Yeah, did he tear his ACL last uh, night? I don't know if he did. He's Who done. Hurt? Keaton Mitchell. Oh. Done. Uh, that guy's wait, running it, all over everybody. Yeah, the 34. Yeah, there I think was, it's Keaton Mitchell. He's done. Well, those guys um, are real running all young over everybody, and without that, there's no damn way. That team is done. But, That's why. And why are you running him like a horse like that every damn play? That's stupid. I wouldn't have done that. Uh, real quick, but I'm gonna say one Let's thing right on. here. Um, I, did y'all know that the, on that hit on Michael Pittman, Demonte uh, KZ got suspended for the entirety of the season. They spin him for the rest of the season for that That's hit on Pittman. Wild. That's wild. I mean, I thought it was a pretty bad hit, was, but I didn't right? know it was like a suspender the rest right. of the year. Thought it would be a big fine. Good. Yeah. Good. Um, okay. Do you have any? Uh, do you have any um, words of wisdom? It's Christmas. We've got the holidays. You had some good uh, takes for Thanksgiving. What? What there's are you doing nothing, for? What nothing. are you doing for Christmas? Well, when I was a kid, I was so spoiled for a couple of years that I could kick out the 1971 Sears catalog and pick whatever I fucking wanted. God. Then mom stopped that at about 10, and I'll never forgive her for that. Okay. <laughs> so I went out and made money on my own at 11 and said, "Screw with this shit. I'm going to pick whatever I want." It's not going to so be. So that a hard started candy my entrepreneurship. So all I look at Christmas as is a way to make a lot of money for people in the spirit to spend it and take a lot of money. So as far as spending on gifts and all that, I buy myself a lot of shit at Christmas, which I think everybody else should do. Don't buy a bunch of gifts for all. Buy one present for and do help the homeless. I think believe in helping the homeless. I fed the homeless in L.A. when I was starving as a musician. I went and fed the homeless till there's a knife fight in front of me and blood went all over me. And I decided that's and, and really seriously, an age was really talking about Vietnam. Or, no, uh, I, was, I, I fed the homeless in Santa Monica on Santa Monica Boulevard. Okay. I went and fed them and there was a knife fight in front of me and then the blood got on me and I said that's it for that. I'm not going to go knife no fight. Home, I'm not no wanting knife, knife fights. fights and feeding them peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. So yeah, help the homeless. Anybody you see that's cold, help. But as far as if you're if you're okay and you give back to, to society, then you can be stingy and be piggish. So on Christmas Day and Christmas, I like to buy myself shit, and I'm going to buy myself lots of shit, and so should you. So if you have, if you're in the spirit, give one gift to everybody else and then say, oh, that was good. Do you like it? And make it a good gift. And then take every one of your bitten fucking dollars and buy yourself shit because nobody's going to buy you the shit that you want. Santa's not bringing it to you. And, and so go buy it on your own. I bet you raised hell when your mom told you you couldn't get anything yeah. you wanted. At 11, Sears I had a fit yeah, all the way I through 22. You, I bet you fucking did. <laughs> At I 22 years old. from the Sears catalog. When 22 years old, I said, why did you do that to me? Yes. That's traumatic shit. And it's turned him into the monster he is today. Yeah. So now I was like, I got to go make my own money. So I and so at 11, I, I started playing drums for money and having my brother drive me to gigs and telling my mom and lying to my mom. And then when I got caught and got suspended, Put in whatever she put it out for like Prison. two weeks. Yeah, I still snuck out the back window, went and played, 
So that goes to show you what entrepreneurship and how fucking ballsy I was. Speaking of prison, didn't you tell me you went to prison one time? I have done time and not that cushy little prison where Martha Stewart did her time. I'm talking about the real deal down in La Mahico. Okay. <laughs> I teed him up for that. He's been wanting to say that line for that's years. Chris Elliott, the that's most Chris famous Elliott. best skit in the world is uh, Chris Elliott playing Stink the Bounty Hunter Chris, on Letterman. That's Chris Elliott on Letterman, and he the loves best. that. He walks around the house <laughs> And he comes it. out, and he grabs himself when he sits down. <laughs> and okay. Um, I don't know how to follow that. Uh, <laughs> the best Christmas advice I ever got was, I think it was freshman or sophomore year, and one of our 83-year-old football coaches made us all take a knee. I'm not kidding. He was like 83 years old in the locker room. And he said, don't buy... That little slut you're dating right now a gift. <laughs> you buy your mama something. Oh, because I love this guy. Because I love this if guy. you piss your sheets, I love she it. ain't gonna change it. And you ain't gonna be dating her next year. So you go out and buy your mama something nice. Oh, and that, that was guy. it. I think Man, there's a nicer way to put it. that, but that's a good actually. Good no, set I mean of that's advice. how he yeah. put it. Yeah. No, I, that's yeah. a great piece of advice. Yes. Yeah. Words to live by. You can't beat that stuff. <laughs> it's something I would say to a sixth grade football team. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that was as good as last week when he talked about drinking like a man with pink elephants. But it was. We've had some good takes here. Um, you got anything else for us, Big? No, Bob? that's it. I gotta go. I want an exit song. I want color lights. Not joking. Color lights in the fucking helmets. That's a bad call. Color lights when I come on. But y'all can have white. But when I get on, these two side lights need to be color. You want like a light show when you? No, come I just want color <laughs> lights, dude. To get lasers would be sweet. I'll sweet. I'll sweeten up the set later. Anyway, I'm out. Cut it now. No, we got, we got another. We got stuff to do still. Oh my god, y'all need to wrap this shit up. We got stuff right. to do still. All pause right. it. Yeah. Love you, big dog. No, don't pause it yet. Pause it. Don't pause. Have it. a merry Christmas. This is, how, this is how Chris Elliott walks in and he kind of does that. He kind of grabs it like this. All right, everybody should grab it like this. <laughs> Bailey's, oh Bailey's, Bailey's like Bailey's back there. It, Bailey, it, it, the, the new producer on the show here has literally gone like this for 90% of the show back there while Big Dog was in here. And he's like, you can't say that. You can't post this shit online, which I kind of agree with, but I think we're just going to have to oh, do it. I'm fucking we're going to have to let Big Dog. Let Big Dog. Damn fucking thing. Big this is Dog. Beautiful. That was fucking funny. All right, let's move on. We'll talk a little bit about the AFC playoff race here. And... Currently, after last night, the only team in the AFC to clinch a playoff spot so far is the Baltimore Ravens, and they did so with the win. Had they lost last night, there would have been no teams to clinch a spot, but the Ravens sit 11-3. and They have a one-game lead um, in that one spot. The other divisional leaders right now, the Dolphins sit in the two spot, Chiefs in the third, and Jags, although they're in a three-way tie, are in the four spot, and let's talk about the Jaguars. So, that that AFC South division is a barn burner. It looked like the Jags were going to run away with it. They started six and two. They've lost four of their last six, and now all three teams are eight and six. Uh, we've got kind of the schedules in front of us here for the remaining games, but we know that the Jags hold the tiebreaker over the Colts. They beat them twice already. The Texans and the Jags splits, and the only teams that still need to play are the Colts and the Texans. Play a huge game the final week of the season in Indianapolis, who do you think is going to actually win this division here? I think the Jags, looking at the schedule here, by the way, very nice presentation printing these off. <laughs> it reminds me of like an old PowerPoint presentation that you would print off and uh, 
a lot of information here, but I, I was would a very say, studious note taker. Yes, no shit. I can definitely tell. You're the guy you wanted in your group, and That's I right. wasn't doing anything. And you're, <laughs> uh, but the Jags have looked terrible lately. Obviously, they have not looked very good. But they close the season with the Bucks, Panthers, and Titans. You would assume the Titans have nothing to play for the last week. Probably better off losing that game. Uh, the Panthers are not going to beat the Jags at home. I don't think. Uh, a big game this week against the Bucks. If they could beat them, you would think they would definitely end up winning the division just because they hold the tiebreaker, like you said, already beat the Colts twice, right? So, And I think two of these teams are getting in the playoffs, right? I would assume. Probably. I, I think unless the Bills – well, I guess the Bills are right there. I always forget about them, and I like them. So, But uh, might just come down to that uh, Texans-Colts game week 18 for that last spot. But will be interesting with Buffalo sitting right there at eight and six too. It, it there's a lot going on right now, and uh, I'm glad the NFL added this extra playoff spot. It makes things uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of a lot of different scenarios. Like you like you said, you touched on it. No one had even clinched until last night. Right. The Ravens just did. So it will be interesting. Last three weeks here, I I think. Buffalo can, like I said, I know we're just talking about the AFC South here, but I think Buffalo will find a way to sneak in. I really do at this point. But, you've been uh, you've been adamant on Buffalo like this entire year, even when they were down. I'm not as high on Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. I just even in the game against the Chiefs, it just didn't look very good. They they played good early, and then really McDermott mismanaged the clock late. And if it weren't for that weird penalty, they they lose the game there. I know they dominated Dallas yesterday. Even in that game, Josh Allen didn't look very good. Threw for 95 yards. Um, but yeah, there's nine. If you include the Dolphins, there's nine teams fighting for essentially four spots, two division champion or five spots, two division championships, and three wild card spots. Um, I I think that the game this week with the Texans and Browns is massive because I just don't trust Trevor Lawrence, dude. He's got 45 turnovers over his first three seasons. He's fumbled the ball 15 times. He had two more last night. He turns the ball over too much. That's why the Jags are inconsistent. They've lost a lot of games at home this year. Uh, you know, that Bucks game is is not a, a gimme. The Bucks are playing pretty good football. I have to give it to them. They won again this week in Lambeau. I didn't think Baker could go in on the road and do that, but he did. Um, any chance the Colts... I mean, I, I, their defense just seems like a fraud, but they just keep fucking winning. I think, you know what, uh, knowing the Colts, they'll find a way to lose in Atlanta this week. I mean, that just <laughs> seems that way. It seems like that type of I spot. assume the line's probably, like, somewhere near a pick I have no idea, but it, I assume it'll be something like that. Maybe the Falcons even favored by one. I, I think knows. I looked last night, and I think the Colts were two-and-a-half-point okay. favorites. So, yeah, a close, Could whatever, a close line. Yeah. But my thing with this, this race is Jacksonville looks terrible on offense lately. Lawrence hadn't looked good. But when you just look at that schedule, playing the Bucs, say they lose to the Bucs, right? right? They're going to – I think they'll beat the Panthers and the Titans. So then the Colts would have to go – Hey, Bailey has something to say, our uh, producer, yeah, about the Titans, yeah, okay? Yeah, he's, he's a big Titans guy. They, the Titans are going to pull off that massive upset that last week, I tell you. They, they're hard to beat at home. Is Vrabel going to leave Tennessee, I wonder? I don't know. I, I don't think so. 
I'd be yeah, shocked. Sure. I don't think they're going to fire him. Well, apparently they say that not no, not fire him. That Bob Kraft wants him in New England. That's like what people think. But why would you go to fucking New England right now? They're a shit show. They have no quarterback. I mean, I know they're going to oh, get a good yeah. pick, but it's, it's like, why would you go there? To me, well, the Titans he, have a little bit better of a of a of a team right now. I know Bailey's over there shaking his head, like he's not going. Like, but I just don't. I don't know why anyone. Why would what the fuck would anyone want that job right now? That's like going to fucking Colorado right now in, in college. I don't, why would you, you know, want to go there? You know, people like to go home, and that's kind of Rabel's home. And if Bob Kraft came out and said, hey, I'll give you a five-year deal, and you're going to make $2 million more than you make in Tennessee, I think he would take the deal. Maybe he would, but I just— I mean, Tennessee's not a great situation right now anyway. They're better than the freaking Patriots. There's zero doubt about that. But, I mean, when it comes to the Texans are the Jags in the next few years, they're not going to be probably near as good as those teams. Yeah. Now, we'll say, looking at this race real quick, back to the AFC South, I think the Texans probably have a better shot to get in than the Colts just because I think they're a better team. But if the if they lose to the Browns this week, they might miss the playoffs. Like, I, that's, that's a tough game. The Browns have been playing really good football, and I think they've won two of their last three since Joe Flacco took over. Um I don't know who's going to win this division. I, I, I'm going to say this. I think it's not going to be Jacksonville. I'm going to make a bold statement here. I said at the beginning of the year, everybody jumped on the Jacksonville bandwagon. I've been a Trevor Lawrence hater forever. I fucking hate Trevor Lawrence. He's you're, a loser. You're a noted Jags hater. Yeah, though. he's a fucking I mean, loser. I mean, we'll talk about the Jags. Uh, we talked about the Jags earlier, but I just think, to me, the Texans or the Colts are going to find a way to win this division Nothing has made sense in this division all year, so why would it start making sense now? So you think the Jacks are going to go one and two? Over I think the, the Jacks are going to lose to the Bucks this week. I think they'll beat the Panthers, and I think the Titans will somehow upset them the final week. And I think, but you know, I mean, just just going one and two, they could go two and one, and if either of the Colts or the Texans win out, they would win the division. Like that's possible. I mean, the technically, actually, I would say the Colts have the easiest schedule of the three. But, like, for example, let's say the Browns or the, the Texans beat the Titans and the Browns and the Falcons beat the uh, – I'm sorry, the Colts beat the Falcons and the Raiders, and they go into that game where they both are 2-0, and the Jags would have to win out to win the division because the winner of that game would be 11-6. and six. Yeah, I mean, it, it, could, it definitely could happen. Like you said, it was a, it was a bold prediction. So it, yeah. it could happen. I don't think uh, – the Texans have a lot of questions this week. Hopefully C.J. Stroud's back and Nico Collins can play because I'm – I guess if I support any NFL team, it's the Texans. So <laughs> I hope I hope they do make it in the playoffs. I do like D'Amico Ryan's. I think the defense is young and they'll be much better next year. And they got a lot of uh, young talent on that team. I just don't know. Like I said, depends on the injuries this week. And the Browns just keep finding ways to win football games yeah. somehow. So, but let's let's Joe Flacco magic. Joe Flacco, man. Oh, we'll, we uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit, but. On the other side, we have the uh, Dolphins and the Bills. And it has looked, you know, early in the year, the two met. The Bills absolutely destroyed them. I think everybody at that point thought, man, this team's uh, one of the Super Bowl favorites. The season did not go as planned for Buffalo. They were 6-6 six and six a couple weeks ago, had below a 10% chance to get in the playoffs. I think they were 5-6. and six. They might have been 5-6, and six, right. Um, they, they were going into, uh, even with a win, well, uh, yesterday over the Cowboys, they're just 30% to make the playoffs still. Largely, the reason that is, is because the Bills, of their six losses, five of them 
have come against AFC teams, and they have lost the tiebreaker against all other wildcard teams currently. Like, all the wildcard teams, they either haven't played or they lost to. Um, so they essentially lose every tiebreaker. So they have to be a game above of every other wildcard team in the race right now in order to win that wildcard spot. However, they somehow still have a shot at the division. And when you look at how it plays out, the Dolphins the next two weeks, they play home against the Cowboys and at the Ravens. You have to believe the way that the Dolphins have played against good teams this year, it would be a very big long shot to say they win both of those games, right? Like more than likely they're going to lose one of those games. You look at the Bills' schedule the next two weeks. At the Chargers, just fired their head coach, just gave up 63 on defense last game to the Oakland Raiders, who don't have much of an offense. And then they go home and play the Patriots in a revenge game who they lost to earlier this season. So if the Bills win those two games and the Dolphins do end up losing one of the two against the Cowboys or Ravens, that final game of the season, Week 18, in Miami will be for the division. And all of a sudden, the Buffalo Bills could host a playoff game. I mean... Do you think that's a feasible outcome here? Yeah. I mean, I think they're going to beat the Chargers and the Pats. Right. Unless something very strange happens. They're going to beat the Chargers and the Pats that are playing for absolutely nothing. And then we've touched on it all year. Although you're not a believer in the Bills, you've, you're on the record saying you're certainly not a believer in the Dolphins. So, like, that game in Miami, you may, I mean, you may pick the Dolphins, whatever, but it's, a coin flip game, I yeah. would say. I mean, I, I think I think if the Bills win another two in a row and go in there 10-6, and six, they're going to end up beating Miami. But I, I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. I I do think Buffalo is going to eventually get in because I think they do. I get what you're saying with the tiebreakers, and it'll be tough. But if they get to 10-7, and seven, I mean, I mean, I guess – so I actually did they think, play did they play the do the Texans hold the tiebreaker against them too? I don't know. All I know is this. I looked at it last night and I'll tell you this. You're we're looking at this sheet right now, right, with all the wild yeah, card teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's okay? a lot and to I'll break put down it on, here. I'll put it on the screen. The only teams that they played of these eight, they either they lost to, right? So they lost to every team they played. It was three teams. I forget who it was. I think it's the Broncos. I know they lost to the Broncos. Broncos, Bengals, maybe. The Broncos, Bengals, when Joe Burrow was still yeah. healthy. And there was one other team. I think it might have been the Jaguars. Yeah, they lost to the Jags in, in London. London. Right. Yeah. So those three teams, they do not hold the tiebreaker. Like I said a, a minute ago, the, the next level when it's not a divisional race for tiebreakers comes down to conference record. The Bills are currently 8-6. and six. Five of their losses have come to AFC teams. They will not have the tiebreaker over any of the teams. So they essentially will have to have a better record than the Jaguars, the Texans, the Colts, the Browns, the Bengals, the Broncos, the Steelers, all of them, if they want to get in. Now, I get it. Probably you're looking at the Broncos and the Broncos who hold that tiebreaker and the Steelers, and they're probably out, right? Like, they would have to essentially win out just to even be in that conversation. But, I mean, it's not, it's not a stretch to think that three of those teams can end up with the 10-7 and seven record. That's why I actually believe that if the Bills get in, it's only going to be as division champs. Because if they lose one of the next three games, I just don't see a scenario where they get in a wild card at 10-7 and seven if they don't hold a tiebreaker, which they do not, right? So, like, how do they get in at that point? I think they don't. Yeah, they might have to win out. They have to, I think they have to win out. I mean, the only other way they could get in is if Miami maybe lost two of those games. They lost both the games to Dallas and the Ravens. And then, but, and then you know, the Bills win that last week. The Bills could which- drop one. That could happen too. Could happen. But again, in that in that scenario, the Bills would still only get in as a divisional champs. They would not get in in the wild card spot. I think they're either hosting a playoff game or they are out. That's why they only have a thirty percent chance to make the playoffs. Makes still. sense because, because they lose if my, all that time. Right, and if Miami wins the next.
next two games, Miami's division champs, and now the Bills are playing that last week just to have a chance at a wild card spot. So it's it's going to come down to the wire. This is one of the wilder finishes. Might not be horrible. It, it, it may be better off for the Bills at the Dolphins in that scenario. If they do somehow win the next two games, which I don't necessarily think they will, but if they do and have that locked up, then you're playing the Bills with nothing to play for, trying so, to get healthy. So I Unless about- they're trying to get the number... Yeah, that's a thing. Maybe I don't. Oh, yeah, because the Ravens still have to play. Well, it'll all come down to that week 17 game between the Dolphins and the Ravens. So because if the Ravens beat the Dolphins and they're already a game up on them and right, hold that's a tie good, break. But no, but, so, what you're, but what you're saying is in order for that to happen, the Dolphins would have to beat the Ravens. So then they would actually be the one seed at that point. And that last game would indeed yeah. matter. So, so it's basically just going to come down to Buffalo having to win out. They have to win out. Yeah. They really have to win out. Or get really lucky with someone losing Two games right. in front of them. I mean, you know, crazier things have happened. They could get in as a wild card, but very going to be very, very tough. Looking at that wild card spot, who do you think the three wild cards? Like, let's say the Bills. Let's say the Bills can only get in if they win the division, right? So we're looking at the rest of these teams, right? We have the Jaguars at eight and six. The Colts and the Texans are both eight and six. We've talked about them right yeah, now. Yeah, one of those teams has to win the division, right? So right. So one of the, so let's say we have three wild card spots, and one of those teams wins the division. Wins the division. The Browns look like. They're the lead spot right now because they're a game ahead of everybody, and they're they're playing at the Texans versus the Jets and at the Bengals the last couple weeks. Um, you know, that's not the easiest schedule, but it's not a gauntlet either. Uh, we've got on the bottom the Bengals sit at eight and six. They've got the Steelers, they're, Chiefs, and I don't Browns think left. They're, I don't think they're getting in playing those games. It may come down to the it could come down to the Browns and them week eighteen if yeah. the Browns drop a game or something, another one more game, but. Uh, I don't know what the tiebreaker situation is there. The Browns, the Browns already beat them. That It was that very first game when Joe Burrow threw for like yeah. 52 fucking yards. So then even if the Bengals do beat them that game, the Browns may end up hold. you know, I, I know you're breaking down all the extensive tiebreaker, you know, yeah. division record, whatever. We don't have all that in front of us. Right. But yeah, if I had to, to say who's going to get in, I told you, I think the Jags will find a way, especially having the, the tiebreaker against the Colts since they swept them. I think they're going to win the division. And I think the uh, man. I just think that I uh, say I'll say the Texans and Browns. Texans and Browns. Texans. One, Texas, one Browns. more spot. There's seven. There's seven spots. So that's Jags win the division. That's five six. There's one more. I'm just gonna go Buffalo. Buffalo. You're gonna get in and get. They're okay. gonna get in one way or the other. Okay. I, I just I think, think they're gonna win. I just don't. Like I said, it, it, I just. It's a very easy schedule until the Dolphins. Yeah. And you get one game against the Dolphins. I, they're not going to lose if the Chargers are pass. I, I actually think everybody, I think this is an overreaction league. I think that the Bills are a flawed team. And I believe the Bills will lose that last week to the Dolphins and they will miss the playoffs. They so certainly I think, could. I think they're not getting in. I think the, I think the Jaguar, Jaguars are going to get a wild card spot. They're not going to win the division. I think the Texans or the Colts, one of those teams will win the division. The other one will be out. I'm going to say, I'll go ahead and say this. I'll say, I think the Texans are going to somehow win the division. I think they are. They have a good spot this week against the Browns, and then they get the Titans and the Colts the last two weeks. It just depends how healthy they are. If, they, if C.J. Stroud's playing. Agreed. Um, but I think if the Texans Texans win the division, Jags will get the sixth spot because I think the Browns are going to lock up that fifth spot. And then it's going to come down to the Bengals, the Colts, and the Broncos. The one thing about the Broncos is they hold that tiebreaker over the Bills. So if they do win out, and their schedule's really easy, they have Patriots, Chargers, Raiders. So they could easily finish 10-7. and 7. 
I would not be shocked if the Denver Broncos got in. It was a bad loss this week to the to the Lions. We saw Sean Payton losing his fucking mind at Russell Wilson, which I fucking thoroughly enjoyed. Great. It was great. He was losing his fucking shit on him. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going to go with that. So you're taking the Broncos? I'm going to take the Broncos. You're a Broncos homer, dude. I'm a Broncos homer. I, I, I just, They're going to lose week 18 to the Raiders. I, That's just a classic spot they lose in. <laughs> I just Antonio Pierce, like the whole the whole group's fired up trying to keep his job, like you know things he's gonna try. They're gonna go out and beat the Broncos week eighteen. The one thing I would love to see though is the Steelers lose out. I want them to go seven and ten, and I want them to fire fucking Mike Tomlin, who has made a deal with the devil to have a winning season every year. I want to see him have a losing. They're season. gonna what's gonna happen with the Steelers is they have three games left. They're gonna finish eight eight one, and he'll not have another losing season. That's probably exactly they'll tie they'll, they'll that tie, last week. They'll tie against the Ravens the last, last week. I could see that nine <laughs> nine to nine. Not gonna, they, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but uh, he he somehow made a deal with the devil to never have a losing record, so I, he's got to work a tie-in. It's so funny watching ESPN and, like, Stephen A. Smith when, when the Steelers are doing bad. They, like, refuse to just shit on him. Like, if another coach – look, if another white coach had that same issue this year, they would shit all over him, but they just make excuses for Mike Tomlin left and fucking right. I'm sorry. It's the truth. Never had a losing record, baby. Yeah, well, he's missed the playoffs, like, three straight years. Um <laughs> We'll move on to the True. NFC, and where we do have three teams who have locked up playoff spots here. It's a little bit more set. Um, I know seeding is still up up for debate here, but right now we have a clear-cut number one team. It's the San Francisco 49ers. They've looked like the best team all year with the exception of that weird stretch where they lost three straight in the middle of the year. Probably should have and could have won two of those three losses, but they're 11-3. and three. The Eagles sit in the two seed now that the Cowboys dropped the game to the Bills last night. And uh, the Eagles are 10-3 and playing the Seahawks tonight. Jalen Hurts' status actually in question. He's been sick all week, and he may not play tonight. So it'll be interesting if Marcus Mariota gets the start. Can they win? Either way, it looks like with Dallas losing, that Philly's going to win the division because we know they have the tiebreaker if the two tie. The Lions got a big win this week. They're sitting in the three seed. They control the NFC North. And then the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 7-7, seven and seven, although currently tied with the Saints. They hold the tiebreaker right now, and they are leading the division. And currently, if it ended today, they would host the Dallas Cowboys in a playoff game. Cowboys are the only other one with a locked-up playoff spot, even though they're not even uh, going to win their division. They're 10-4, and four, sitting at the 5 seed. One win for Dallas pretty much locks them into that 5 seed. But looking at the wild card race it's another similar thing to the AFC right lots of teams battling for this in this case it's two spots six and seven seed currently the Vikings are sixth and the Rams are seventh we have the they're both seven and seven we also have the Saints seven and seven the Seahawks are six and seven if they win tonight that would be the fourth team at seven and seven the Packers bad loss yesterday to the Bucks at home they're six and eight and the Falcons six and eight who gets in in the NFC I think it's gonna stay. Well, the Vikings. I don't know. It the just Vikings. A bit, well, here's the thing about the Vikings schedule. I think they can split the next two games against the Lions and Packers. Right? They're both at home. Say they win one of those games, and then I think that last the Lions that last game they play will already have the division locked up, and I think they may get kind of a. A, you know, a backup game from the Lions. They might be because, locked in because they're not because they're not going to catch them obviously for the division. Right. And then the Lions probably won't catch the Eagles, right? And then and then the Bucks can't catch the Lions. So that's probably just yeah. a get right, get healthy game for the Lions week 18. So the Vikings might benefit from that. 
I really don't know so much about the Vikings, but I do think the Rams are going to get in. The Rams are playing pretty good football. They get to play the Niners the last week of the season, and that could be one of those spots, too, where the Niners aren't playing. For right. Anything. It depends on how That's what they're hoping. Do. They're hoping for that. I think really what's going to determine that is whether Philly wins tonight or not. Because yeah. if Philly wins tonight, the rest of their schedule is the New York Giants twice and the Arizona Cardinals. So they're oh. probably going to win out. If they lose tonight, now the Niners essentially have a two-game lead on them because they have the tiebreaker. So the Niners would have to lose two of their last three, meaning two wins would then clinch the one yeah. seed. So I think that's going to come down to who wins tonight, Seahawks or Eagles. Obviously, the the Seahawks have a little bit more to play for. Um, what about the Saints? Do they have a shot to get in? They played pretty good yesterday. I know they didn't play a very good team, but they've looked a little bit better the last couple of weeks. They're 7-7. Seven and seven. They could find a way to go 2-1 and one those last three games, Rams, Bucks, Falcons, but two away games. I think the Rams are going to be – the Rams are playing better football, I think, than the Saints right yeah. now. Yeah. I mean, the, the Rams look – obviously, they were playing a not a good commander's team yesterday that looked like Hal got hurt in the middle of the game, whatever. But, I mean, the Rams on offense have been really tough to stop, and the defenses look better, and – the Saints are not very dynamic on offense. They're not dynamic on offense at all. I, okay, I'm going to pose this question to you. Let's say, what's what's a good matchup if you're the Rams? Who would you want to play? Like, of of the division, would you rather play the Lions, the Eagles? It's a good question. Um, probably the Lions. Really? I know. I know you're going to say Eagles because you 100%. hate, hate Jalen Hurts because he sucks. But, but Philly's a way tougher place to play outdoors against a team that runs the ball than Jared Goff in the playoffs. I mean, it's that simple in my opinion. Jared Goff's not very good. And I don't think Jalen Hurts is great either. You, you know, we we all know how you feel about Jalen Hurts. But the Eagles, you know, they haven't looked great last couple of weeks, obviously. But I really do think – now, the Rams, I think, can give either one of them a good game. But I'm just saying the Rams with Matt Stafford and how they play – have a much better chance of going into a dome and beating Jared Goff than going to Philly and beating the Eagles, I would in my opinion. I would say this, though. I agree with you. And what shocked me was last week, the Rams went into Baltimore in weather against the second-best defense in the league, arguably, and put up 31 points. They threw yeah. all over that solid Baltimore defense. So, I don't know. To me, what's interesting is I think the Rams – and the, re- the reason I asked you that was I think the Rams are a horrific matchup for both those teams because both those teams have really bad secondaries. Both those teams give up tons of yards through the air, and that's what the Rams do well. Although, for some reason, Sean McVay must have been fucking high yesterday and was running Kyron Mil- Williams like 42 times. It was so fucking annoying having Stafford on my fantasy team. Just throw a goddamn touchdown. <laughs> Didn't work out for the fantasy bitch. team. Um, that's funny. But... I think the Rams are a, a, night, uh, a nightmare matchup for either of those teams. I mean, both those teams would much rather play the Bucks. I'll tell you that. Yeah, but I, the other thing is the Cowboys win one of their last three. Neither They won't get to play them. No, I know that. I'm just saying, like, in general, like, if you're Philly or you're Detroit and you could pick, hey, do we want to play the Rams or do we want to play the Bucks? Yeah. They would definitely rather play the Bucks. Yeah, but the thing is, by, in order to play the Bucs, you have to go on the road, and then you have to go on the road again. So by getting the harder matchup, oh, no, they still no, no. get the I'm home just, field. I'm just saying in general. Right, I'm not talking about like seats. But I'm just saying the Rams right now are playing way better football I, than I the see. Vikings. I see. And way better football than the Bucks. Yeah. Like you would not even – I mean, obviously, um, what I'm trying to say is basically they're the – it right now – Nobody wants the to play Cowboys the Rams. The Cowboys would be 
obviously a top four team in the NFC, and then you would put the Rams as the fifth best team in the I NFC. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Long story short. Yes. No, I com- I completely agree. I, I think um I think the Rams are, are like I said, a bad matchup from for a lot of those teams. It's gonna be interesting because I didn't think the Rams were gonna be good at all this year, and they've they've been playing some really fucking good football. Yeah, now that Cooper Cup's back and you have Puka, they're hard to stop. Yeah, I, I the team I don't wanna see in, I hate to say it, I know you I know your buddy, uh, your your brother's buddy is the OC there, but I don't want to see the Vikings. They're so boring with Nick Mullins now at quarterback or fucking Josh Dobbs, whoever they trot out there, and I'm a, not a Kevin O'Connell yeah. guy. I mean, so. I have family loyalties to them, so I wish they would get in for his sake, but you're right. They're pretty boring they're, at this point. They're fucking boring. I mean, they can't. I mean, with Kirk Cousins, it'd be fun in there, but uh, besides, you know, with uh, – Dobbs or Mullins is Dobbs done or what? what I don't know. They, they they moved I know him. They to, basically just pulled. Well, him they moved him to the emergency backup and they put Jaron Hall as the actual backup, which is so weird to me. Like I know he's not playing well, and I don't like Josh Jobs, but it's just weird. Why would you go trade for the motherfucker and then bench him completely it like, like that? There has to be something wrong with them to put him behind not Mullins but the other guy. That yeah, didn't make any sense. I don't yeah, know what that I was. I don't know. I mean, I mean, essentially, he threw four interceptions in that night when they lost uh, to the Bears at home. And then the next game, they put up he put up zero points. The only three points that were scored came when he got pulled and they put Mullins in against the Raiders. So, they, yeah. you know, it was two of the worst offensive outputs you could possibly have. So. Didn't Mullins? Who was, I didn't see any of that game. Didn't he have a decent game against the uh, – Yeah, he played good. Yeah. I mean, he threw two picks, but he – Well, that just shows you how bad Cincinnati's defense is. They're horrible. I mean, if a team that just could not run the ball on the Vikings. Like, they flat out can't run it. And they ran for a hundred something yards on him. Yeah, fucking and tell Mullins, me about it. And Mullins threw for two hundred something yards. Yeah. I remember looking through the game cast and scored like, God, their defense is bad. And the fucking Bengals somehow won the game. I know, the, which it, is just bizarre because the Vikings' defense is yeah. that bad as well. I mean, they gave up basically a, a hail mary pass to T. Higgins in the final two minutes of the game to tie it, and then. Uh, you know, Nick Mullins couldn't get half a yard on two quarterback sneaks at the 40-yard line. Yeah, you were line. telling me that. Didn't that see it. That was brutal. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Give me give me right now, as we kind of wrap up this this discussion on the playoff race, I think it's going to be fun to see how it plays out. Every game, pretty much, is going to matter, I think, going into the final week. Who do you think comes out of the NFC and AFC and plays in the Super Bowl? I think this is it with it, baby. 49ers and Bills. Oh I've been saying God. it for been saying it for ten weeks. The Bills? 49ers and Bills. The Bills? I just think you're I think you're nuts. Um I, I am. Man, there's I, no doubt about you, it. You could you could honestly The AFC stinks, dude. You could honestly have like a coin toss tournament and just in the AFC and just flip a coin for every game and you have a better chance of picking who comes out of the AFC. I have no earthly idea. I'm gonna say, man, I I cannot say the Dolphins. Like, I just can't trust Tua or Mike McDaniel. I'm not doing it. So I'm not going to say the Dolphins. Man, I, I don't trust Lamar Jackson, but I just I think they're the best team in the AFC right now. I, I got to say the Ravens. I'm going to say the Ravens and the 49ers, a rematch of the Harbaugh Super Bowl, uh, you know, half a decade ago or however long that one of your was. Dad, one of Big Dog's favorite players, Colin Kaepernick. Fucking Colin Kaepernick. One um, of his all-time favorites. What a bum he is. I told him he would be out of the league in, in, in two years after that, and he was. And that was not for the reasons that people think. He's just a bum quarterback. Oh, no. That's, uh, that's very you – know, it's hurtful. Well, you know, I, I told you what was going to happen to Trevor Lawrence last night, and I was right. Y'all's boy did not have a good game. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going to go with that. And I think, I think we're pretty – both in agreement that the 49ers are likely going to win. 
win the Super Bowl. I, they sure look like it, especially with the way Debo's been playing lately. Let me ask you one question real quick. Um, for the MVP race, last night, Dak did not play well whatsoever, obviously. The Cowboys get smoked. I think that probably killed his chances. You already know what's going to happen. Why do you even want to ask me? Brock Purdy's going to win. How ridiculous is that? It's ridiculous. But your boy, Tyreek, has to have his wife text him on the sidelines, go back into the game. Then he didn't play this week. The fact that he didn't play this week cost him the MVP. If he played this week and he put up 150 and he even, even if he didn't break the record, but he got the 2000, the way Dak played, I think you have to give give I think he would have had to break the record to get it. But I mean, if he was playing like, he was going to, it wasn't hurt. He was going to break the record. So that sucks. But yeah, I mean, at this point, I think they're just going to give it to Brock Purdy. You could make an argument for Christian McCaffrey too. He's not even the fucking ball. I mean, like, it's, it seems to me that Kyle Shanahan's trying to win Christian McCaffrey the MVP. And even he said it, he said it after the game. He goes, if there's any non-quarterback in the discussion, it has to be Christian McCaffrey. I mean, how many touchdowns does a guy fucking score this yeah, year? It's a ridiculous. million? Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, I know, I know he had that streak for consecutive games, but not only did he have that streak that finally, you know, ended, but it was two or three touchdowns a game when he was in that streak. It was crazy. It was ridiculous. He, um, I think he has. I know he has thirteen rushing touchdowns. I don't know how many receiving touchdowns. I think he they're going to end year. up giving it to Purdy. I mean, it's, that's not which going is out so ridiculous to me. I just, it's so annoying that, like, our, in all honesty, I don't even think he's the best player. I don't even. I don't think he's the the. I think I would say I would make an argument. Christian McCaffrey. Uh, Debo Samuel, you could make an argument. Brandon Ayuk is more more valuable than him. Definitely, there's defensive players. Fred Warner. I mean, this dude is not. I you could make an argument. He's not even a top five player on his own fucking team, and we're gonna give him the MVP because he's a quarterback. It's ridiculous. Let me ask you this, and she asked me a question. So my Buffalo Bills, <laughs> I laugh saying that they went out. Don't they, tell me Josh go, Allen. If they go out eleven six, no, they were talking about. But no, after this game, absolutely not. He didn't do anything. He had ninety five yards. Yeah, passing. yeah, yeah. I mean, did you hear what he said after the game too? It was pretty funny. He it said, was like, he had a, I feel like the yeah, the kid in the project that didn't do anything but still got an A. <laughs> but say they go eleven and six, right? Say they went out. Do you, at that point, if they went out and they have a better, they have the tiebreaker against the Chiefs. So if they're a higher seed than the Chiefs. Who would you think is going to come out of the AFC? Still would say the Ravens. Yeah, but I mean barely. You're just saying that because their defense well, just, is pretty good. Yeah, but you don't trust Lamar Jackson. I don't trust Lamar Jackson. I'm not saying that in I like bad the- weather. In bad weather, because I was having this conversation with buddies the other day. I was like, gun to my head, I had to pick someone to go to the Super Bowl. I'm not picking the Bills. They're not even in the right. playoffs right now. I would take the Ravens just because of that defense. Yep. And hope Lamar didn't make any big mistakes. Obviously, he could make really big plays too. I'm just saying in general, but. If the Bills do get in at eleven and six, and they are the call them the two seed, and they surpass the Chiefs, and the Chiefs have to go play the Bills in in, in Buffalo, they're not going to beat the Bills in Buffalo, I don't think. Yeah, and I don't think, and I certainly them playing the Ravens, which is not going to be good weather in Baltimore either. That's going to be a close game as well, in my opinion. I just, to me, you just cannot sell me on the fact that they have Sean McDermott as their head coach. I mean, I just think this, like I said earlier, we overreact to what we've seen recently. It's a recency bias thing. Oh, for sure. Josh Allen in that game against the Chiefs, not just Josh Allen, Sean McDermott too, all of them, none of them looked fucking good after the first quarter and a half against Kansas City. They didn't play good. Yesterday against the Cowboys, let's be honest. Yes, 
that was a, you know, on paper, that was an impressive win. The Cowboys have been dog shit on the road. It's terrible. And, the, and they really, the Bills really didn't have to do all that much to beat them. Like, the Cowboys beat themselves a lot of the time. The Bills' defense has not been very good all year. They had tons of injuries, and Dallas scored one offensive touchdown. It was the last series of the game when, when it was over. Yeah. So, I just, to me, there, there's nothing impressive about the Bills to me. The defense... I would- the defense to me is subpar in, in all honesty. And, you, and here's the thing, and this is, I'll, 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 you can respond to this, but to me, look at that, look at the game against the Eagles. Look at the game against the Chiefs. Both of those uh, earlier in the year against the Patriots, against the Broncos, every single time a team has a drive to win the game against that defense, they've scored every time, every single time. The only exception is the Chiefs, and that was because Kadarius Tony, and I hate, Look, I hate that Mahomes complained about it, and it was the correct call 100%, and I didn't like any of his comments. But the truth is that, in all honesty, more than likely, no. if, if the flag wasn't called, it probably didn't gain him that much of an advantage, and they probably score anyway on that play, and they probably win the game. So th- my problem is they don't have a very good defense, despite what people think. Their coach... You're going to tell me I would take fucking Doug Peterson over Sean McDermott. That should tell you something yeah, right there. Yeah, he's a fucking genius. No, he's a fucking idiot is what he is. He's Goddamn one of, genius. Super Bowl winner and author. And author. And author. His uh, big dog's not here. You're going to like that. You're gonna like the graphic I have for the Jaguars on there. It's got Doug Peterson holding his book up, and it, it does not say the name of the book on there. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it, it says losing for dummies <laughs> on it. Um, but um, Your dad will be offended by yeah, that. Yeah, he's not going to like that one. But – yeah, I just, to me, dude, I know you like the Bills. And look, I think they're going to be the hot pick. I think if they get in, everybody's going to say, Here, oh, the Bills are the hot team. Here's the thing about the Bills, though. I don't, <laughs> when it comes to actually breaking them down, I don't think they're that good. They're not. But the AFC fucking sucks. That's my point. So are you going to take a team like the Ravens, who I don't know, talking about the health of Mark Andrews, he hadn't been around lately. We'll see how that plays out in the playoffs. If the Bills, in my opinion, get in, and maybe the Ravens would be favored to beat them in Baltimore. Yeah. But my whole point is, the Bills, in my opinion, I think Sean McDermott's not good as well. I do the way Joe Brady has done, what he's done is, he's not a wizard calling plays, but he's gotten them to where they can run the ball. Right. And sure, the Cowboys were having a light box, whatever, and that's that's on... Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn. He's an idiot. Was an idiot yesterday, anyway. Yeah. And he was just trying to... Game plan for the Bills, how 90% of people game plan for the Bills. Right. They don't usually run the ball. They hand it off. Oh, Joe, credit to Joe Brady, who handed the ball off 25 times James Cook. And said, okay, if this is where you're going to do it, the box, and it's raining outside, I'm just going to keep fucking handing the ball off. And it worked. And it worked fine. But in my opinion, I do not think, especially with Travis Kelsey, who's been non-existent Jesus since Christ. he started dating Taylor Swift. The guy's fucking worthless. So... And with that, with those receivers on the road in Buffalo and Travis Kelsey doesn't care about football, apparently he's talking about marrying Taylor Swift, riding off into the sunset. After the how Chiefs, many months yeah, have they been dating? The Chiefs have, I don't think they have any shot of making it through. I, I mean, I, I, Mahomes is obviously the best quarterback of the group. I, this year, they're just not going to get through. Like we said, Jags, no way. 
the Browns with Flacco maybe win a game. What's sad is, win three. I think if the Browns, and I don't, I'm not a big Deshaun Watson guy, yeah. but I think if Deshaun had the whole season under his belt, Nick Chubb's not injured, and that offensive line is healthy. Oh, they would win the NFC. They would win the AFC for sure. I mean, the AFC, yeah, sorry. They would yeah. win the AFC. I think that they are the best overall team. The defense is arguably the best they defense are. in the league. And you have, uh, if you had Deshaun Watson getting a whole other year under his belt, they're probably, they probably have a slightly better record than they do now if yeah. he plays. They probably are, are 10 and 4, more than likely. Chubb in is a huge thing because, honestly, they can't run the ball anymore. The last couple of weeks, they've been relying on Flacco to throw for 300 plus yards to win the games. But, um, just crazy. Yeah, and, no, I, can, I totally agree. Yeah. I mean, with the way they run it with Chubb. And yeah, I just think the AFC, that's why I'm sticking with the Bills, honestly. Kind I don't of hate a, it. Kind of as a joke because I've been with them the whole year. But I just look at this AFC and it's just not any good. So I just figure if they do get in, I'll just stick with my pick from the beginning of the season because there's a shot. But I do agree with you that, you know, gun to your head, if you had to pick somebody to get there, it would be the Ravens. Yeah. I, I will say I was looking at Christian McCaffrey's stats. They are not MVP worthy. I know he's going to finish with better stats than he's got now. He does have 20 total touchdowns, seven receiving, 13 rushing. That seems like he's got more than that. That's uh, it does, right? Well, it's because he had a stretch in the middle of the season where I think it was that stretch right before they started like losing games. I he mean, did. in one fantasy football game, I think he scored like four touchdowns on me in one of the games. He scored. I don't know who they were playing. It was like Arizona maybe earlier on, and they just kept the very the first ball. game. He scored three touchdowns okay, against yeah, Arizona. That's what it was. I don't yeah, know. but he scored three touchdowns yesterday, uh, and that's what I mean. So how does it? Oh wait. I'm sorry that he scored. He scored three touchdowns against Arizona week four. My bad. That's and then and I then he scored him. three yesterday. Fucking Arizona man. Um, I hate Jonathan Gannon. All right, that will wrap up uh, our episode here of Slobber, the Slobberknocker Sports Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. We are going to be in our new studio from here on out. It's been a, a great first episode in the new studio. Don't forget, please. Um, Make sure to like and comment. Make sure you're subscribed to the channel so you get a shot to win that jersey, the Women Yama Spurs Fiesta jersey. Make sure to give us a five-star rating on whatever podcast platform you like to listen to. We're now on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, you name it, we're on it. So just search Slobberknocker Sports. I'll put links in the description. Um, and uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Have a great Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever holidays you celebrate or abide by. And thanks for tuning Festivus. in. Festivus. If yeah, there is definitely some Festivus followers out there. Uh, but yeah, thanks for tuning in. And uh, make sure to subscribe to all of our content and follow me on TikTok at DylanLeak21 and follow the podcast most of all on Instagram and Twitter at SlobPot. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day.